Welcome to the Brain Intimacy Back Show. I'm the host, Dr. April Brown, and today what we're going to talk about is something that's really dear to my heart, is how to be intimately connected with your children. Because as parents, we are the first, um, I used to like to say boss, but the first person that our children interact with. And so how we connect with them helps them later on in making intimate connections with others. And so today, what we're going to talk about is using art as one of the ways that we can connect with our children. And I'm so blessed and honored and just fabulous to have one of my good friends, colleagues, um, that's also in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Raina Lombardi. And she is an art therapist. Yes, that's here, that's in Southwest Florida. And so can you tell us about your journey and how you became an art therapist and working with children? Sure. So um, I always knew I wanted to do something in the helping field. Yes. And um, so uh, I wasn't exactly sure what that was going to be. So as an undergraduate, I studied art. I was always passionate about art. So okay. I studied art, art history, art education and psychology and then went on to get a graduate degree in art therapy and mental health counseling yes and i didn't think that i wanted to work with kids but um my second year in school i ended up at an amazing internship and it was at a therapeutic school and i fell in love with working with children and okay. i've pretty much worked with children ever since and that was about 15 years ago yes yes good <laughs> and so for people out there listening what exactly is art therapy so art therapy is a mental health profession where we um, use art as a healing tool for people to develop insight, awareness, understanding, to resolve problems or learn how to come up with solutions to their problems, um, to regulate their emotions, all kinds of things. Um, it just depends on the population, but we're drawing from the psychological theories and counseling theories and okay. applications and using art media to um, uh, put it all together. Yeah, it's a great tool, especially because sometimes people have a hard time talking in therapy. Yes. And they're like, oh my gosh, I don't really want to talk. But art gives them a way to express themselves. Absolutely. That, that is one of the really wonderful things. And sometimes people who struggle to communicate or articulate what's going on for them internally are often surprised what happens on the page, um, so to speak. And then they're able to talk about the image and it gives an, a, a different context um, for them to talk about what their experience is and, and it gives a little bit of a space too. Right, right, right. It makes them feel that it's okay to share. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is critical, um, and even in um, connecting with the therapist, but even in learning how to express yourself. Yeah. I think art has been a variety of, uh, it's a way of helping to show people how to express themselves, definitely. And so in dealing with that, also in going into this intimate connection that we're talking about, and we're going to talk more about, what is your definition of an intimate connection? Yeah. Well, I really believe that an intimate connection is when we can be in the same space with somebody else and it feels safe, it's trusting, mm -hmm. we're connected, and we're really tuned in to the other person, okay. um, and, and we're listening and we're present. It's really about 
presence, right? Presence. We can't be intimate without being in the here and now and in the present moment. Right, right. And how important is that for parents? It's in, incredibly in to important, yes. incredibly important for parents to create time to um, foster that intimate connection mm-hmm. with their children. And, and their children are are hungry for it. Yes. Yeah. And I believe that it's really about the quality of time. Yeah. Not so much the... Absolutely. Because some people think like, oh my gosh, I work a full job and maybe I'm a single mom and I've been there as a single mom. But it is about the quality. Yes, it yes. is. It's about turning everything off, mm-hmm. getting rid of the phone yes. and, and paring it down, being with the child, whether that's reading together, doing an activity together, spending that time where you can have an uninterrupted conversation with your, your children. And when you're doing stuff, fun stuff, whether Mm -hmm. it's cooking or creating or listening to music and dancing, whatever it is, as long as you're active, um, even if it's playing with their toys with them, imaginative play, um, once they're doing, they start to open up and really share about their experience where a lot of parents will say, well, I asked them how their day was when I picked them up from school. And of course they're not going (laughs) to say say anything then. They need to be relaxed and they are most relaxed when they're creating and playing and using their imagination and their hands. Right, right, right. And like you said, it's about being present because sometimes... Like if you're picking your kids up and you're kind of on the phone and doing this and the radio's playing and you're like, the kid gets in, you're like, how's your day? And it, but you're really not. You've been listening. Right. It doesn't make that intimate connection there. So you're, you're stating that it's got to be present. And yeah, really about being in the present moment and, um, and, and the here and now. Mm-hmm. Yes, and being in the here and now, is, it's really critical in dealing with parents and, and for that intimate connection for children. And would you say that that part of the intimate connection um, is really important at when they're babies or young or? Oh my gosh, I think it's throughout their (laughs) development, their entire development. Teenagers too want their parents' undivided attention just as much as um, little toddlers Mm -hmm. do. They might go about um, asking for it in different ways and their behavior might suggest otherwise or they might say like, I don't really want to spend time with them or yes. whatever, but they really do. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes, I would definitely suggest, especially for people who are out there saying, you know, I have a teenager they don't want to talk to, but that's the most critical time is to be that intimate connection with them. And so we're going to go and take a small break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about how we use art as a way to connect with our children and the importance of it. This is the Bringing Intimacy Back show where intimacy is real. The Bringing Intimacy Back show. Today we've been talking with Renee Lombardi and Raina Lombardi, and we've been talking about how we use art as a way to connect with our children. And one of the things that I want to um, talk more about is sometimes people think art is just you playing with it, mm-hmm. playing, playing, playing. But how does it actually help develop a person intellectually, emotionally, socially? 
Wow. I, art is, I think, one thing that humans have always been drawn to, right? It's, it's part of our development. Children, even if they don't have art materials, um, say if they live in tribal communities, there will be evidence of them creating art in the sand with sticks. So it's something that is innate within us. And um, it is one of the primary ways kids use to communicate when they're starting to develop and right. learning about themselves. It can teach them uh, ways to understand what's going on within them. Okay. Um, so, you know, little kids, toddlers and such, right, they don't have the vocabulary to be able to communicate what's going on internally or they don't quite understand. Um, so giving them some art materials to express that starts to teach them how to do that so they start to learn about it but of course it helps when you facilitate like tell me about it what right. what does that mean why did you choose red why did you choose blue what does this circle over here right. mean or this shape and um and teach them to talk about what they're creating at the same time and um it starts to integrate that whole mm -hmm. that whole piece yes and i think even like you said the creation part is really important and that helps builds up someone's self-esteem. Absolutely, absolutely. It helps them learn how to problem solve, yes. come up with solutions to ideas. Um, if we weren't creative, uh, I, I don't know, we wouldn't have all the things that we have today. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, and since you're talking about creation, is there a difference between, I know you've mentioned before in our private conversations, parallel creation and interaction creation? Well, in the sense of art, so it, there are two different two different ways about creating. Okay. So we can collaborate and create together, and um, and that of course teaches uh, social communication skills, right? And compromise, right? right. So that um, means when um, a parent and a child creates a special project together. Yeah, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And they're like making decisions together. They're choosing like, well, what color do you like? What color do you like? How should we go about this? And you start to teach them how to work, together. work in collaboration right. and, and, and how to compromise and problem solve in that way, um, which is wonderful for the relationship. Mm -hmm. You're developing trust and, um, and bonding in, in that time. And then it's also, um, it's different, but also an opportunity uh, to learn about one another when you're creating in a parallel process. Okay. So you can be teaching, um, you know, healthy recreational skills and, um, you know, personal self-care skills. Giving uh, time to express yourself is, as a therapist, obviously, yes. you know, <laughs> most therapists encourage that to their clients, whether it's journaling or making art, um, playing music, whatever it is, um, some way of expressing themselves is a healthy self-regulation skill. Mm -hmm. And then of course, if a parent and child are creating parallel, then there's an opportunity to share, oh, tell me about your picture, I'll tell you about mine. Okay. And then you engage in a conversation, the child learns a little bit more about you, but you're also modeling right. um, to the child how to talk about your experience, how to express yourself in safe, healthy, and appropriate ways. Um, mm -hmm. Art can be a great way for a kid that's struggling with um, stress, anger, sadness, to express themselves on paper. Right, definitely. Is it used a little different when we're working with teenagers or if you're a parent of a teenager? Um, 
It could be, yeah. Depending, you know, younger kids who probably, um, they might be more engaged in sensory-based art play. And um, where you're really engaging the senses, they might want to just do exploratory stuff, finger painting, you know, right. mushing clay, or maybe you make Play-Doh together and you play around with essential oils and make it smell really fun and mm-hmm. get them engaged in that way. But surprisingly, the teens that come to my office, they love oh, they to love do the, the sensory thing. stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you'd think like, oh, they would want to, you know, go to a place where they can talk about themselves a little right. bit more and they do appreciate that but they love the sensory stuff too right right kind of reminds me that i guess for all of us there's a kid inside of us yes and it's so important to continue to nurture that child and recognize that child and honor that child and allow that child the space to play and mm-hmm. express right right and um with the different forms of our types of art has there been one that's better than the other or are they all just Goodness, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I think okay. it just depends on the person and what okay. their preference is. Um, you know, sometimes for some kids or some individuals, they may really like, um, you know, pencil and eraser because it's very rigid. Right. Um, but it might be beneficial for them to play around with things that are more fluid and right. expressive. And they might um, they might learn a little bit more about themselves from stepping out of their comfort zone. Okay. Yeah. I want to go back to one of the things you said, that it can also help heal. Yeah. Because sometimes... Um, as a parent, your child may be hurt for a, a variety of things, whether it's bullying or maybe um, you guys are right now going through a divorce and your, your child yes. is hurting. Yeah. yeah. Can we elaborate or talk a little bit more about how we art or as a parent, what we can do with the art to help? Yeah, absolutely. Creating opportunities for the child to have materials. And even if, you know, some people think, well, I don't have money, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That makes it really difficult. Um, Well, you can use all different kinds of things to Mm -hmm. allow your child to express themselves. It doesn't have to be fancy, really expensive materials. It could be recycled materials from from your recycling bin. And Mm -hmm. and you'll be surprised at what they'll go ahead and create and sculpt. Um, but it's about creating the opportunity and allowing them the opportunity to express themselves. Um, you know, setting up the time, right. establishing a time and schedule for okay. it, making the time, right? Making the time. That's what you were saying earlier. Yeah. And that's one of the things we talked about is making the time. And so we are going to start preparing for a small little break here. And as we've been talking about the importance of making time for your kids to connect, but also the points of doing activities. And we've been talking about different art activities. And when we get back, we will talk about more tools for you out there listening on how you can connect with your child. This is the Bring It Intimacy Back show where intimacy is real. Welcome back to the Bringing Intimacy show, where intimacy is real. And today we've been talking about how to intimately connect with your children, because that's critical in their development of being healthy adults. And today I've been honored to have one of my 
friends from Southwest Florida, because that's where I'm from, <laughs> our therapist, um, yes, Raina Lombardi, and she has a thriving practice in Southwest Florida. Yes, and your practice name is? Florida Art Therapy Florida Center. Florida Art Therapy Center, <laughs> yes. Yes, so we have people out there that are listening, and maybe they're having, um, I'm going to start with the older ones first, yeah. but they're having a teenager out there, and maybe they're having a hard time connecting with that teenager, and they're listening, and they're saying, hmm, Maybe this art therapy, maybe something. What are some tools that you can give our audience member? Well, first I would say as an adult, let go of any fear that you have about creating. Sometimes, at least in my work, oh, yes. that when I've worked with adults, adults are like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable doing that. They've disconnected right. from that playful part of yes. themselves and they haven't done art since maybe fifth grade or sixth yes. grade or something. Let go of the fear and um, and put yourself out there. If you teach your child to avoid fear, then yes. they're going to avoid yes. fear, which yes. is not good. We, we want to have healthy risk-taking. Right. You mentioned a great part because children pick up on how we feel Absolutely. and our fears and our anxieties. So if you really have fears or anxiety, you really should get help for it, but not display it onto your children because definitely, yes. Yeah, and so if you're afraid of making a mistake, then they might be afraid of making right. a mistake. So, you know, teach them it's okay to it's okay to make mistakes and and have fun and uh, have the focus be about the process of doing and not creating something that has to be displayed, right? It's really about, again, going back to what we first started talking about being in the moment, being in the present moment, and and focused on the process of doing together. So let go of the fear and um, say, you know what, let's, let's create something together. Let's focus on our family and understanding our family more, and let's create a family crest together. Let's pick out wow. symbols that represent what our family values are, our family beliefs are, you know, what our family history is, our culture, right? Yes. Things that are unique to your family. Create something together. It's going to give an opportunity for a really wonderful conversation to develop and, um, and have your child learn maybe a little bit about your family history that maybe they don't know, and that will help them feel more connected um, to the group, right? To the, the extended family as well. Like we all want to be connected. Awesome. And that's a great idea because that can be like a legacy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So definitely. Yes. And so then um, what about those parents who have maybe little ones? Little ones. Yes. I, honestly, little ones are so much fun <laughs> uh, because they're so free. They don't have that fear yet. And they're like, they just dive right in and, and they don't care about making mistakes and making a mess. They just go for it. So I love doing things like creating um, different colored pots of, of bubble water. Right. Right. With either food coloring or liquid water color, different size. Um, different size wands for mm -hmm. bubble blowing, hang up a sheet outside, a white sheet outside, different color bubbles and blow bubbles mm. and watch them, you know, splatter and pop and create a really fun abstract piece. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of shared joy in the experience, a lot of laughter and giggles and, and fun. And, you know, that's what it's about, sharing sharing those intimate moments. Yes, yeah. And then I'm sitting here listening and thinking, and there may be parents out there, or parents like myself, who have adult children. 
Yeah. Yes, yeah. What tips would you give for parents who have adult children, especially who are in their 20s and, you know, are going through life challenges of whatever, Absolutely. how to use art to connect? Wow. Well, you know, there are so many of those, like, painting classes. Oh, yes. And, like, I don't, there's so many, like, boutiques for different kinds of creating. Mm -hmm. I would say, like, going out and, and doing one of those together at just a time to sit next to one another. you both be doing your own independent things, but it will be a time to, to talk and connect one-on-one uh, -on -one and, mm -hmm. and have some fun. Yeah, definitely, because that would make it, like... Um, overwhelmed, uh, just all together. It, it holds it all together, having that art and that intimate connection there. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. Can you definitely give the website out for people who may want to connect with you? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yes. Um, so the website is FloridaArtTherapyServices.com. Oh, definitely. Thank you so much. And this has been the Bringing Intimacy show where intimacy is real. Thanks.